Touchdown. Yo, what's going on, everybody? This is another episode of the Steve Ball Jones Podcast, man. It's a beautiful and wonderful day. Beautiful and wonderful episode, Touchdown. man. With my guy, defensive player of the year, Nelson Hansen. What's up, bro? What's going on, bro? How you been? It's, it's beautiful, man. It's just lovely. Just, just, just lovely, man. Just, <laughs> I can't complain at all, brother. I tell you, I bet you can't. <laughs> it has it's been beautiful today, man. Ah, man, life is life is good, man. That's all I can say. <laughs> it must be good to be a Celtics fan. <laughs> yeah, man. We're, we're back in the finals, man. First time since I think twenty ten or mm-hmm, nine. Twelve like years. That. Yeah, that's that's a it's a long gap, brother. So it feels good to finally feel like we up there, man. We had a we had a run for a while. We were we were a good playoff team, but never really just good enough. We we were actually the worst spot to be in in the league. We were too good to be bad, but too bad to be great. So we just like stuck in that middle of the road for so long, bro. We just and we had like two years. We had the conference final stuff, which is cool, but we weren't really a championship <clears throat> team. So it's kind of like oh, that's cute, you know. So, but this year we were looking like you know some real some real challenges out there, man. Like. We, a real threat, so feeling good, man. We back in the finals. Yeah, man. Y'all should, man. Y'all deserve it. Um, y'all team was built well, and they kept the core together. And you know, a lot of people had some speculation about you know how they handle some of certain things and who they should keep, who should they, who should they move. But it all, you know, it all worked out in the end. I mean, like I said, y'all, have, y'all haven't actually won a ring yet, but you know the the. It paid dividends, is what I guess I'll say. Everything definitely did work out for y'all. Yeah. Um, I, I still feel like we can make a couple moves. We should have made a couple moves, but can't complain too much, bro. We're in the finals, so I can't really be one of them people. But uh, right. I always see room for improvement, man. But, but yeah, man, uh, going against the Warriors, which is no small feat at all. The boys got some – Nuclear bombs on the other end that we have to look out for, man. But um, mm-hmm. go ahead, get we're gonna we're gonna preview the finals right now, man. So, uh, what you thinking, man? How you feel like the series gonna go, man? What's your takes on it so far, man? Uh, how do you feel like this, this series gonna play out? Um, I think it's gonna be a tough one. Uh, I think. I think the Warriors, obviously, we know, you know, the explosive offense, Stucker, Clay Thompson, and uh, Jordan, the, the the newest Splash brother, Jordan Poole, has. Yeah, you know, Splash cousin, they, Splash brother. Yeah, man, Poole party, as I like to call him. <laughs> he got a dope name, but, bro. That ties into everything so well. Man, Poole party and the Splash brothers. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, they, you know, their offense is very explosive. They can put, they can, you know, score in bunches. You know, when the threes get to going, it's like, you know, it's it's crazy. It's hard to stop. It's really impossible to stop when they get going. And then on the other end, you know, you got the Celtics, who have two great scoring talents in Tatum and Brown. And then, but they also are; those are also two good two-way players, along with Marcus Smart, the Defensive Player of the Year, great defender, and Al Horford. And you know, guys like that, they their defense is like their is what they hang their hat on. I believe they hang their hat on defense and having two of the better two way players in the league. And so, I think it's gonna be a dog fight. But uh, I believe the series definitely goes to six or seven easily. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't think this will be no quick series. I think this is gonna this one is gonna definitely go six or seven. So, what, what you think about the matchups? Um, like my natural basketball take would say six or seven, but honestly, bro, the way this this final not the final, but the playoffs been going, part of me just want to just like watch and just don't have a take on it. You know, like taking like taking a Celtics fan off. Like I honestly don't even know because the first round, first series, we had the next. We were like, oh, it's going seven. We already know, sweet. <laughs> like, and he saw the Suns struggle to get the pass to match. We, like, oh, that's that's a Nice little matchup for them, but they're going to win it. They end up losing. So, this one of them years where, you know, the only thing that's been predictable is the unpredictable. But if if we go by protocol, what we all expect, 
it should be six or seven. Um, of course, I'm picking the seeds, just obviously, but I'm expecting a really good matchup. And um, it's it's a it's a it's a it's a matchup game that we have to play because, of course, the Warriors' dynamic offense against our dynamic switching defense. We had the number one defense in the regular season, so that's going to be a dope thing to look out for. That's probably the main thing that you have to look out for is uh, their offense versus our defense. It's the main thing that like everybody should point to that to determine the series. Yeah, definitely. And um, another thing that shouldn't be overlooked is the Warriors have good defense too. I don't want to make it seem like they don't. Mm-hmm. But the Warriors just don't have the size that the Celtics have. Like, yeah. you know, Draymond Green, we all know what a defensive presence he can be. And then, you know, they have uh, Looney, who's, you know, good at protecting the rim a little. You know, that's kind of his thing. But after them, too, it's like, you know, very – it's very small, let's say that. And yeah. so – but on the Celtic side of the things, they got Al Horford, they got Robert Williams, they got uh, we got Tyson, Grant Williams. Much, yeah, they got Tyson, another big body. Grant Williams, a big body. Like they have like big bigs, like not even big like they're seven footers. They they're big body. They have size. They're strong. Yeah, and like I feel like that's a that's something we need to look at too because. That's going to help them win on the boards and things like that. Like, Kevon Looney had 22 rebounds against the uh, the Mavericks in game four, I want to say. Like, I don't think that's going to happen against them. Like, the Mavericks are small, too. And it's like, uh, yeah. I've been telling a lot of people recently, like, the, t- the two teams that was in the Eastern Conference Finals, both hand they had on defense and size and playing hard-nosed basketball. Celtics had great defense and great size. Heat had great defense and great size. The Warriors and Mavericks are more perimeter oriented. They they're not big in the paint at all, but you know they have high volume scoring, and so it makes up for their defense a lot of times. But it, now we're going to see those two sides really like collide. Like okay, the hard nosed defensive team versus the freelance high scoring offense, and yeah. you know who's going to win. And I told my homeboys the other day, I told the guys on the team, I said, y'all know me, man. I'm a defensive guy. So I, I, I really, I think I'm going to roll with the Celtics with this one too, the same way you said. Not even, you know, just like I said, I'm completely unbiased. But I just, I still firmly believe that defense will win you championships when it comes to these series and things like that. Like, mm-hmm. I, like you know, the Warriors, they hoop. Nah, you know, I'm not saying they – don't play any defense because they still play great defense, but that that they're they'll be small compared to the Celtics a lot too, and so it'll really come down to can the Celtics be bigger than them and guard them, and yeah. that'll be the main thing because a lot of times the, the Warriors will go small and cause matchup problems for the other team. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so it, the Celtics can usually go big and cause matchup problems for the other team. So it's gonna it's gonna you know it's about who which side can can convert the most really at the end of the day. Yeah, but I, the thing that the thing that gave me so much confidence about us is not even the fact that um, that we have a great defense, but the fact of what makes our defense so great, and it's because of the fact that, like you said, we have the size and we're physical and everything. We can literally switch big or switch small, like. True. Grant Williams can switch down and guard a guard for a minute. Or Robin Williams can stay. He can do a decent job on the guard. Or Al Horford can go. And we feel comfortable with that. So we switch on pick and roll. Cool. Stay stay there. We good. We'll help out if we need it. But I feel very confident about us being able to switch. Same thing with the Heat. The Heat had a great lineup where they can switch whatever and they can go big. They can go well. They can't go as big as us. But they would go big and be physical to match it with the Warriors. So it was in my opinion that whoever came out the East was going to win the series just because of that alone. And uh, as long as you can contain the Warriors, you ain't going to stop them. But contain them, make it difficult for them. Whoever came out the East was going to be able to do that. And the Heat probably would have been uh, not as good as a matchup because I don't think they can score at the Warriors level and match that. And, like if the Warriors went stupid and went went Warriors level, they, I don't think the Heat had enough to combat that. You know, so 
the Warriors scoring 115, can the Heat score 115 or 116 to win the game? I don't know about getting four games like that. So it'll really come down to limiting the Warriors to 99 points and them being able to squeeze out 102. And I don't think the Heat had enough firepower to combat that and the defense to, like, stop that. So I think we can win a shootout closer than the Heat can. So that's kind of what I'm baking on, man. If it comes down to it, our defense will travel too. I'm not worried about the defense. Um, my biggest concern is really is our offense, you know. So we're not going to stop the Warriors. Nobody going to stop the Warriors except Steve Kerr. So it's limiting the Warriors' offense and figuring out how to manipulate the matchup that you have. But I feel confident about us winning, man. I really feel like we got a strong chance to win because we got the great defense and our offense can match what they're going to put out too. That's facts. Yeah, I think it's going to be a good one. I'm going to enjoy watching it. I, I enjoy uh, coaching battles too. I want to see oh, what yeah. adjustments both sides going to make. Because like, like we said, I, I feel like they're very opposite. It's like you got the small guards who can, you know, get you buckets and scoring volumes and shoot the ball very well. All that, and then on the other side, you got big wings and big bigs who score the ball and like to get you know make move. You know, Jason Tatum and Jalen like shoot, but they're really more. They're I feel like their game is more suited getting like to get into the mid range or getting all the way downhill, finishing on people because they're stronger. Yeah. And so, question I have for you is, if you're coaching the Celtics. Who? What are your What are your five matchups? Like, who is guarding who out of the Celtics starting lineup? So you got Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, uh, Horford, and uh, who starts at the four? With Grant it switches between it switches between Grant Williams and Robert Williams. Yeah, the facts, facts, facts. So let's say Grant Williams start, or you could decide. I guess if you uh Undoka and you got you know you got your regular starters. Who is matching up with who out of Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Andrew Wiggins, Draymond, and Looney? If we're looking at defense, um, that's tough. I would put Smart on Steph. I would put our tag team between JT and JB guarding. Clay, because um, we got to preserve their offense a little bit too. So I like tag team them out. Um, whoever's not guarding them, you guard the Wiggins. So I just kind of had that going. Um, Grant Williams probably on Draymond. No, I switched that. I have Al Horford guarding Draymond and Grant guarding Looney. Yeah. Yeah. Just because Draymond's gonna be more of a point and he'll do more of his damage from high post and everything. And so mm-hmm. when we switch those matchups, I will have um him there to kind of hedge and bet whatever. So let's say he's doing a DHO with Steph. Smart and how or how are we gonna communicate through that and figure out what to do. You know, if we switch that, okay, cool. Horford knows how to do his job to where He's not going to be doing anything stupid, you know. So he's going to do the job, contain, contest if he needs to. And if we drop down, we can rotate good enough. So that'll probably be the matches I play around with. And I'll, I'll probably flood around with um, maybe Robert Williams coming in for Grant at the starting. But I'll probably still stick with uh, Al Horford staying on Draymond. Because Robert Williams isn't, isn't – he's a great defender, but his, his IQ sometimes is questionable. He jumps a lot of times at shots. And I'm just like, why, bro? You're not getting that at all. Like, I get you a shot blocker, but that's just not something you're going to get at all. But, but, uh, he recovers well sometimes, but I'd rather have him be in a shot blocker position where Looney's back there, all right, you back there too. So if somebody get beat, we got you protecting the goal. So it'll be smart on Curry, tag team between Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, on Clay and Wiggins. So it'll be alternating that. I have Horford on Green and Grant Williams on Looney to start out the game. And we just play the matchups from there, man. Um, like the real key for our defense would be like 
minimizing Clay and make sure he don't go like game six Clay and he just go on one of them tears because he ain't really go off for real for real except game five last series. So we can keep that similar thing, don't let him get too hot and we just keep that temperamented, you know. We can do well and maximizing the minutes when Steph is not on the court. If we can take advantage of those minutes, we looking really good. So if we got a a twelve point lead when it subs out, try to push that thing into twenty when he comes by the time he comes back in. So because they struggle a lot when he's not on the floor and uh, mess around Draymond a little bit, make sure Draymond don't feel comfortable and he can stay, you know, not as impactful as he usually is. So maximizing the Steph Curry minutes when he's off the floor, minimizing Clay and make Draymond not be all-star Draymond, just like an average point guard Draymond. And that's no easy feat. I ain't trying to say, like, that's an easy thing to do, but that's pretty much the game plan. And depending on what uh, Gary Payton Jr. can do, they they say he's supposed to be coming back for the finals. Uh, We'll see how true that is. But it's really going to come down to maximizing the non-Steph Curry minutes and keeping Clay to be, like, where he's been at just – Average, so to speak. So that's the real keys for our defense, man. Yeah, you're wrong. That's um, a solid plan, honestly. I mean, you know, clearly there's going to be adjustments made throughout the game, but like to start out, that's a solid plan, definitely. So my mind was thinking, I was thinking more along the lines of I'm going to, I'm going to put, if I'm coaching, uh, beginning of the game, I have kind of like a first half and like a second half or like third quarter plan, mm-hmm. like a wrinkle wheel throwing. So start out the game, I want Jalen Brown on Steph Curry, and I'm telling him to press up, make him drive. You strong, you physical, you know, make, press up on him, make him get run off the line. You know, no, no dance, dance threes, basically. So I'm telling Jalen Brown to, to step up. I'm putting Marcus Smart on Clay Thompson. Saying Marcus, don't leave him everywhere he go off these down screens, all that chase him, like make it hard for Clay. Basically, boxing one Clay in a way, like don't help nothing, don't sag off. And I want you to chase him off over every off ball screen. And then that also makes it easy because if him and Steph Curry do a uh, handoff or anything like that, they want to switch. They can. I'm good. I'm good with that. But I know a lot of times they say off balls and stuff for Clay. Same thing for Steph too, but. They said a lot of off-balls for Clay when Steph has the ball and Draymond has the ball. So I'm telling Marcus Smart, deny him, basically. Chase him over all the screen. Don't give him no space. And then, you know, Jason Tatum or Andrew Wiggins. I'm starting Grant Williams, but I'm starting Grant on Looney, same way you said. Box him out, be physical, be big. You know, don't let him have nothing easy. And then Horford on Draymond, I think Horford does better, will do better in that, that high post area, moving his feet, being smart. And and also because I feel like Horford, if and when Horford switches off on another on a smaller guard or whatever, I, I like him to hold his ground better than Grant Williams to sit down and guard. And then you know, I I would not want them to switch on a on ball screen. I would like them like hard head so I can keep who I want guarding on that person. I believe they can switch one through five most times, but. I don't want to take that chance with Steph Curry or, like, mess. I don't want to mess around and let Steph get a screen and then uh, Horford switch off on him. Then he pass the ball and, and you know, run Al Horford out the, out the way and then the lane be open. You know what I'm saying? So I prefer them to hard heads, but, you know, that, that, we, that we'll know. We don't know how they're going to guard screens right now at this point. So then the second half, the wrinkle I throw in, Put Marcus Smart on Steph Curry. Third, soon as, when the third quarter start, first out of halftime, Marcus Smart on Steph Curry, pick him up 94 feet. 94. Make make him walk the ball up the floor. We not running. I don't care if I don't care if they if we missed and they got the rebound. Find Steph right there. Pick him up. Don't let him do nothing. Like if Looney get the rebound, make him give the ball to Draymond to bring it up. Like, Steph going to have to, like, work for everything. I want him to be tired when the fourth quarter come around. And then, you know, when Jordan Poole comes in the game and stuff, it's going to be a little harder to match up, I feel like. Yeah. But I, if, if push comes to show, you know, I still can keep JT on Poole or whatever and, like, might, might put in uh, 
white. Uh, I might put in white and go small if I have to. I prefer not to have to do that. Yeah, I'll prefer not to have to do that. Or maybe even Tice, because Tice is kind of kind of a smaller big. But I don't know. Depends. Depends on how my depends on how JT and Jalen Brown are, are really hooping at the time. If I gotta go small, because I don't want to go small if I can help it. Really, I want to keep my size in the game. But like I said, though, third quarter start, I want him. I want Smart picking up Steph, ninety-four feet. Don't let him breathe. Move Jason. Move Jalen Brown and Clay Thompson. And uh, I I really want to avoid that third quarter uh spark that they get every every game. You know, we talk about this a lot, said it a lot when we was on live and things like that. Like, that third quarter is when the game, like, really starts for them. I'm making sure it don't start. Like, at least if it do start, it won't be because it's still. So, smart pick them up 94 feet. We hard hedging. Don't let them come off no off-ball screen and, and get downhill or get a switch that he like. I want them to make force him want to one side of the flow and market smart keep him the whole time. Because at the end of the day, I'm living with Draymond on the road. And then Grant Williams and Hilt or Robert Williams, whoever's there. Like, I'm living with yeah. that. So, that's my game plan. And then in the fourth quarter, you know, push comes to show. If Marcus Smart ain't exhausted or whoever, like, not exhausted, I'm still trying to pick up still 94 feet if it's working. But if not, then, you know, might have to go back to the original plan at the beginning. But – I just want to make sure that third quarter spark that they get every game is non-existent. If they're playing me, like I'm saying it at the half too. Hey, don't let these boys come out here in the third quarter and think they got the game. Like, yeah. like do not do that to us right now. We came too far to be getting blew out in one quarter or to, you know, like, or to have, yeah. we, we have a 12-point lead that, hey, man, we, we played too good so far to come out here and let these boys turn the whole game around in one quarter. Yeah. So smart, pick him up. We not let it happen. That's my whole mindset. Yeah, I like your, uh, your backcourt matchups better. So I like what you said about having smart on on Clay. Because honestly, man, like my thing about us is like uh, I'm kind of glad Jalen Brown gets recognition now because he slept on for a long time as being like. One of the ones like he's special too. Like folks didn't, didn't know how special he was, but he's starting to get more more respect. So I like that. But um, I would kind of like I switch between them two just to see who have got these games. Like you starting off the game hot because we had I think two games last series where he was like a dog. He came out and he was killing. And as soon as he fell off, Jason Taylor was like, "Oh, you ain't got no more. All right, we'll give it a baton. I pick it up. We'll finish the game." Exactly what happened. So. It really depends on who got it to where who's feeling what to where. Uh, Tatum, you ain't got it. All right, you guarding Clay, Jalen Brown, you guard Wiggins so we, we can preserve you on offense. Or JT, you got it. All right, Brown, you step up and guard to make that matchup. But I like you starting off with uh, Brown on Curry and kind of preserving uh, Smart somewhat because Clay goes still run around and everything. But oh, I like that matchup, man. But. Um, I feel like this series, you're going to see Derek White a lot more. I'd much rather have him be the nine to four feet guy, uh, preserve smart a little bit for the second half. So he, when that yeah, does happen, he burns, yeah, he burns out more on that end or uh, the second half. You probably see Pritchard come in and do that a lot more. Um, I believe you'll see him a lot more than you did last few series. So uh, Pritchard probably playing, come in and play that, that, that little nine to four feet game. Derek White come in and play that role, nine to four feet, especially on, uh, uh, probably when Poole comes in the game, we'll probably go small to an extent and switch those matchups. But I really like our chances against uh, the starting five, at least. My concern is when Poole comes in the game, how are we going to respond? What, what would the matchups be? I think that'll probably be when Derek White and Pritchard come in to uh, defensively offset what Poole can do. So that's going to be a tough matchup, man. Like That's probably going to be the Side to our defense versus their offense. Um, well, our offense, man, we'd be mm, offense be something else sometimes, bro. I, the only, the only reason I had two things one, uh, one game being on the two games of the every game he beat us by 
we had ridiculous amount of turnovers. Like one game we had twenty four turnovers. No chance you're gonna start doing anything like that. Only defense was going crazy that game. But if you watch the game, some of the turnovers we had were just dumb. Like, why would you do that? So that's what I'm feeling. But the good thing is, the Warriors will turn around and have some stupid turnovers too. So it's really going to be a matchup of turnovers. Whoever can minimize and make the least dumb turnovers, I'm pretty sure you're going to win that game. Because the only reason the Warriors offset that because they have such a ridiculous amount of offense they can get from Steph Curry, Clay, and Poole just like that. So they might have five dumb turnovers in a row, and then they turn around and have three straight, five straight threes to offset those turnovers they just had. So uh, we can minimize our turnovers. We have a really good chance of winning these finals. I'm not even being like biased right here. Like, if you go back and look at the stats, bro, we lost a turnover battle every game we had, every loss that we had. So all three losses we had, we lost a turnover battle easy. Yeah, it's, it's going hard for you to win 24 turnovers. Like it's hard. So. Um, there was, there was one or two games that we had against the Heat that we lost that we should have won if we had a turnover battle. So if we can control our turnovers on offense, and uh, the other point is is smart. If smart can figure out his balance of good and bad, Marcus Smart, that'll be a big key too. Because, um, boy, I have a love-hate relationship with Marcus Smart. Oh, my goodness. Man. It's, Man, ooh, I, I honestly thought Marcus Smart was on the Pat Bev route. Like, I thought he was going to go the way of Pat Bev. Like, ah, he's just a scrappy guard, you know, come in, play defense, you know, talk track, get on people's skin. But he then became a lot more solid over the years. And my, I like to be real, like, but yeah. I, I feel you, though. Yeah, it's because he, he has stretches where it's like, Yo, you are legit guarding. Like you, you are one of them ones. Like you special. You're not one of them them ones, but you like one of them ones. You you were great, solid. You were a star at your role. That's what I say. You were a star at your role. You one of those players. And it's like I really respect you. You worth all the money, all that stuff. Don't say no. I can't say nothing about Marcus Smart. Next play. <sighs> Boy, I, man, not to get off topic, but I remember there was one game. Like, uh, he came down in transition and pulled a three and, like, air ball or, like, like it was just, like, way off. And, boy, I, first thing came to my mind, I was like, boy, they paying you too much money. <laughs> <laughs> boy, you just snapped the goddamn match contract and pulled this out your hat, boy. Because that joke. Because, <laughs> you know, he's a defensive guy. He's a defensive guy. I think he yeah. can knock down an open three. That's cool. I think, you know, yeah, open, yeah. catch, you know, swing, swing, catch and shoot, good. You feel me? Take all that you want to. But we took that joke in transition, and it was way off. I was like, ah, oh, boy. <laughs> but, no, nah, I feel you 100%. But I'm glad, you know, it paid off for y'all, though. He he, not the Pat Bell that yeah, we yeah. that I thought he was going to be. All respect to Pat Bell, whatever, you know, is due to him. <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah. he's not, he, he not that. Yeah, because oh man, Marcus Smart, Marcus Smart, Marcus Smart. What it just it it come down the hill sometimes, man. Because there was what was it game six we lost against y'all when he mm-hmm. had that uh we had a chance. Ooh, B boy, when I tell you B, ooh, bad, bad, bad. The first the first play. It was it was all right. I'm not mad about it. It was it was a he called it. He saw opportunity. I ain't mad about it. It was just great defense by Drew. All right, cool. You got it. Whatever. That's I'm not gonna punish you for Drew's great defense because you could have made that. I'm not mad about that. Cool. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I ain't tripping. Drew Drew's one of the ones. He's special on defense. Cool. Whatever. Drew made it ten times. That first play ten times worse was the play following it that he made. If he didn't have that second play, the first play would have been like great defense, Drew Holiday. Everybody saw mm-hmm. that. It's great defense. But combine those plays, make that first play so much worse. Facts, because it's you both times. It's you. (laughs) Even if you took away – say the first play didn't happen and it's just something – I don't know. Just take away the first play. That play alone was terrible. You had Jalen Brown right here you could have skipped the two, and you had Tatum on the other side wide open. Facts. Wide open. Wide open. And And you need a three. (laughs) You don't know how – Boy, that game sent me. 
Bruh. I can't even boy. I forgot who well, I saw. Bro. All right, but trade him. Trade him right now. Oh, we trade him. Playoffs, but for, trade him. <laughs> Get him out of here. I don't want to look at him. I'm I was sick of so looking sick at him. him. I was sick boy. of him. Boy, when that happened, my assistant coach, me and my assistant coach, be texting back and forth during most of the playoff games. But especially when the Bucks and the Celtics playing, because you know I'm a Giannis guy. He kind of a Jason Tatum guy. He really a LeBron yeah. guy, but he didn't he didn't kind of took the Jason Tatum recently. But uh, so we'll be texting back and forth during the game when that first play happened. First thing he said to me, Marcus Smart taking our last shot. Marcus Smart, and then the second thing he said. Well, no, no, my fault. He texted me that right after that it happened. Mm-hmm. The next day I saw him, he said, your two best players combined to give you 60 points. Marcus Smart makes three threes. You got to win that game. <laughs> you got to win that game. And because of Marcus Smart, two plays in a row, they did not. And, boy, I thought we was going to win the series from that play. From that, was, from because of that, I was hurt. Hurt. I was like going into game seven. I think we talked about it a little bit. I was like, mm. that might have been it, bro. I was, I was so hurt, bro. Come on, like you said, your two best players gave you sixty. Because it's a thing in basketball. Like, if well, a team give you their best punch, like this was a good. They played a great game today, and they still lost. Mm-hmm. That'll make you lose hope. Like. Yeah. Because when you got to play the team multiple times like that, like, and they you take their best hit. Because, you know, basketball all about, you know, can I take this hit and make a run back? Can I come back? Yep. You know, and then in the NBA, they play a seven-game series. So, like the Heat, like we saw with the Heat and the Celtics, you know, you can get blew out in one game, come back the next game and blow them out. Like, it's all about how you bounce back. You can't yep. lose that. You can't lose hope. In the middle of it, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, we like, man, they just blew us out, bro. Like, if we're gonna yeah. win the series, you can't lose hope, you can't have no doubt. Yeah, but when that play happened, it went like they got blew out. They had played a great game up until that point. Yep, and like, like my, co- my coaches say, they played 40, they played a great 46 minutes, but unfortunately, the game 48, yep. <laughs> and they sold it. That'll make you lose heart more than a blowout. Yep. It, you will lose hope faster losing a game you felt like you played good in. Like, if you felt like you played the best you could play, things was clicking, you made shots, game was going good, game plan worked, everything. If you lose that game, yeah. the next game you feel like, oh, my God, like, are we going to even be able to recreate that? Like, are we going to play as well as we even did yesterday? We played great yesterday or yep. two days ago, and we lost. Yep. So, yep. It's what I thought that was it. I thought y'all was gonna. I thought I was gonna break y'all back. I can't lie, but they bounced back. So surprised me. And when y'all beat us, I knew y'all going to the finals. Like when y'all did mm. that. <laughs> yeah, because I think that uh, we kind of talked about this earlier. A lot of credit goes to you, Doke, on that one because that's a coaching job, bro. Like for you, like think about the the psyche of Marcus Smart. I understand you a tough player and everything, but. That hurt, bro. You, I'm, I'm not. I'm one of the people that that understand. Like, those two plays didn't cost us the game. We had so many players before that got us to this point. Mm-hmm. I'm, I understand. But everybody takes them plays personally, bro. You have two plays back to back like that. That's your fault. Like, it's no. That's like great defense, Drew. Cool, but it falls on your lap regardless. The second one's 100 percent your fault. I don't care what you say. Like, there's no, there's no if, ands, or buts. Like. I ain't trying to be like blame Marcus Smart, but accountability. Somebody has to take accountability, and it's your fault. You feel me? So mm-hmm. that hurt, bro. Somebody you don't got in his head, bro. You good? We going on to next game. Whatever. JC, yo, you bought out. Whatever. Cool. On to next game. JB, same thing. You bought out, bro. But I don't care. Next game. His coaching job is amazing because game six against the Heat. The thing that bothered me so much against that game is that we complaining so much, bro. Like, it gets to a point sometimes we're like, bro, just shut up and play basketball. Like, I get frustrated seeing that sometimes, man. Like, just who? Like, y'all sitting here complaining and stuff, and they ain't getting bad as bad calls, too. Like, but they ain't complaining. That's why they up right now. So, every time mm-hmm. it's a little even, they get a little run going, 
it's because they're not complaining. They're just hooping. We got to sit, oh, every call we ain't getting, we all this extra stuff. Like, shut up and hoop, man. And then he said something. I think it was halftime or third quarter, something like that. He said something. They shut up and start hooping. Oh, what a what a change. But we play better basketball when you start hooping. Like, so that's that's a lot of credit to him, man. And um, I just think that, you know, this also credits, like, the run we had. Like, we beat Katie, Kyrie. We beat Giannis. We just beat Jimmy. And now if we get a chance to beat Steph, Clay, and Draymond, it's one of them years, bro. It's a special year. Like, this is this is this is even I won't say more impressive than the Raptors run, because this is a, a, a odd year. It's not one of them usual years that we have. It's a little bit of an odd year. And I'll say it's different than the, the Raptors. This is different, man. It's almost similar to like uh Devin Booker's year when he went to the finals last year. So um like his run that he has, like it's the maturation process of book, and this was a Jason Tatum and Brown's going through right now. So, I think it, Tatum is on twenty four and Brown's on twenty three. So, we looking nice, man. But I don't care about the future, bro. We got to do what we can right now, man. So, we can carry this and, and handle this in six, like I think we can against the Warriors. If not, we can handle it in seven. Um, Looking pretty good, man. This this is a nice little season run, bro. Like from how we switched up after all around the All Star break, uh, I think January we had to start handling business. We got Derek White made some a few moves, so I'm looking. Re- it's looking really good, man. The whole storybook uh, that we're gonna have for this year, man. It's looking really good for us, but ain't over yet, bro. We gotta take care of business. That's true, man. Gotta still take care of business, man. Like. Um, like you said, it's a special year. They got a chance to do something very special. Like people say, all rings ain't created equal. Some rings have a little more value than others. And, you know, this could be one of them Dirk Nowitzki, uh 2011 rings. Yeah, like, that's what it feel like, yeah. Like that definitely, it definitely got that kind of feel to it. Like, ah, oh, they really ain't supposed to be here. Like, this yeah. should not be, you know – because I, I know everybody thought the same thing when, when Dallas was playing Miami in the first round. Everybody was like, oh, yeah, they finna get them up out of here. Like, Bron, no, finna go crazy. Who finna guard Bron? Who finna guard Wade? Not Dirk. Yep. <laughs> like, I, but then they came out there, Dirk, who? Tyson Chandler, who? Jason Terry, who? Like, it's like crazy. So, mm-hmm. it's got that kind of vibe to it. Like, oh, this team really is, you know. Like they they good, but are they this good to be winning a championship? You know, and then they playing against the Warriors, who is who would feel like they they supposed to win. Same yeah, way we felt yeah. with them. I am like we felt like LeBron they was supposed to win. Like they got yeah. this team, they supposed to win. But mm-hmm. you know, it just might not go that way. You know, it's very possible. I I definitely I definitely see them like pulling it off. Let me say that. So yeah. Um. With all that being said, man, let's let's it's time to lock in. So, so who you got, and then how many games? Let's go ahead and lock it in, so the people can come back and tell us how wrong or right we was after this come out. <laughs> all right, we're starting off game one in Golden State, so it's going one two there, one two back home. And then it's one one one, I think, for the final. So yeah. it's first two at home, so one one. Um, <laughs> yep. So game five will be Golden State, six will be in Boston, seven be Golden State. Um so we gotta win one at their place. That's gonna be tough. Yeah, regardless, we're gonna have to win one at their place. Boston is six. Boston is six. Six. Yeah. Um I j- I really respect Udoka, man. Like his coaching has been next level, bro. Like he he's special. Like, and it just being his first year, too, man. That's another thing you add to, the, like, the storybook of this year. This is Yudoka's first year. Um, just throw that in there, too, man. But I, I got Boston mm-hmm. six. I feel like it's going to be a special run. Um, I Like, honestly, bro, the way the Heat series went, part of me just want to see good basketball. Like, being unbiased and being objective, I just want to see good basketball. Oh, yeah. Six or seven, I just really want to see good basketball. Like, game seven against the Heat was good basketball. My heart was pounding a little bit. I was a little nervous sometimes, especially when – I know we were going to blow that lead in the first half. 
It was, I knew it was going to happen. Like, we just had to weather the storm. And we did that. That's what champions do. Like, you weather the storm when stuff like that happens, and you figure out a way to win. I'm going to blow it a couple times, but we won. That's all that matters. So, that showed me that we built a little bit different. You feel me? So, uh, they gave me some more confidence going into the series. And we, we defend Golden State pretty well. Um, so, I'm taking Boston to six. I mean, I respect it, bro. Definitely got the chance to do it. I would have to personally say Boston in seven. Mm-hmm. And I tell you, I can tell you how I think the series is going to go, actually. I think it's going to go back and forth, just like Boston and Miami did. I think Golden State wins game one. Mm-hmm. And then I think Boston still won in game two. Then I think uh, Boston wins game three, their first game at home. And then Golden State wins game four in Boston. Now, I think they go to uh, Boston for game five. I mean, go to state for game five, and they win that one. So then that'll put them up uh, three two. And then I think Boston wins at home in game six. And then I think Boston still the last one in game seven in Oracle. And I think not in Oracle. It's not called Oracle no more. I'm sorry, but uh, I think it's Chase. I think, I think so. Yeah, Chase Center now. So uh, I think that's what it comes down to. Keep in mind now, nobody is beating Golden State at home this entire playoff run. Nobody. They won game. They won the first two games of every series they played. All three series that they played, they won the first two games at home. So, I believe. I, I let me preface this. Let me say this too. I believe if Boston can steal one of them first two games, they're gonna win the series. Let me say it to yeah. you like that. And that's why I believe they're going to win in seven because they got to win one of them first two games. If they don't, I don't believe they're going to beat Golden State. Because uh, if they lose one of them two games, I mean, if they lose both of them first two games, now they got to win three in a row at some point. Or two, they got to win two and two in a row. I just don't see that happening. So yeah, yeah. I think that's why I think it's going to go back and forth so many times. And so – that game two gonna tell the tale because I believe Golden State gonna win game one. They've been resting. Boston just came out playing seven games, only gonna have three days of rest. So I think Golden State come out of game too. one. Yeah, they got travel to Golden State, got to go to California, all that good stuff. So I think Golden State takes game one. But game two gonna tell the tale for me. If Boston mm-hmm. don't bounce back game two and win it and steal that home game, I feel like they probably lose the series. I ain't gonna say what they lose it in, but if they don't steal one of the first two, I think it's over for them. But if they steal game two, they're going to win the series. And y'all can stamp it, you know, screen record this, whatever you want to do. I said it. <laughs> and I'm going to stand on that. And, you know, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. And if I'm right, I want y'all to make sure y'all heard it here first, you know. Like, if they steal game two, Boston win the whole thing. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Uh, that's why I was asking about the after the first two after the first four games is at one 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 because that's that's a big game changer because because mm-hmm. um, at some point if you win uh, we're, we're we're the they they have the home court advantage so we have to win one at their place right so mm-hmm. on a consideration. And then number two, like you said, if we lose both games in their place, you have to figure out how to win back to back. Like the pressure's on you to need to win back to back. It's not a maybe. No, you got to, bro, because you can't afford to try to have your back against the wall against the Warriors like that. You don't want to play that when you're not as experienced and they got home court advantage and they got nuclear bumps like that. That's just too much to fight against. So, like, uh, but we we we've proven to defy some odds and you know. Make some magic happen or nothing. So, I think it's going to be a good series, man. Um, but, yeah, I got Celtics in six. You got Celtics in seven. So, this is the last thing I want to get out quickly, man. What is an X factor? Not necessarily a player, but an overall X factor that we need to look out for for the whole series. Uh, X factor for me is the play of Al Horford and Robert Williams. Because mm. – like I said earlier, their size is going to be a big, uh, big difference maker. So, well, let me not even say Robert Williams and Al Horford. Let me say this: if the Celtics can cause the Warriors to play big, 
that'll be the X factor because they're bigger than the Warriors. But the Warriors are good at making people play small. Like they make they force you to try to play their game, and you're not gonna beat them at their game. They'll go small ass Steph, Poole, Clay, Wiggins, and Draymond out there, and then. Now you're forced to be like, oh, do we leave Al Horford and Grant Williams in there? Grant Williams might have to guard Andrew Wiggins. Is that something we really want? Al Horford on Draymond Green, you know. Uh, so it caused some matchup issues. So then you end up usually going small, and they might throw uh, Derek White in there or something like that. And then now they're going small. Yeah. But it could also go the other way. It could be all uh, the Warriors threw in um, pool. And went four guards and Draymond, like I just said, and the Celtics and the Celtics might stick with Horford and Grant Williams or Horford and Robert Williams, most likely Grant Williams, and then you know JT, JB, and Marcus, and you know them guys can guard, so if they can guard the yeah. small ball lineup. That's the expect. If they can, if the bigs. Yeah. And, you know, the, the guys they normally have in their lineup and their personnel, if they can guard in the small ball line of the Golden State, that Golden State's uh, most likely going to put out there at some point in time, that's the X factor. Because then that'll force Golden State to be like, oh, man, like they guarding. Like, you know, we might have to go big. And, you know, they're going to kill them on the boards with that lineup in, killing mm-hmm. them on the boards, probably going to kill them in the paint and stuff like that. But if they're not guarding on the other end, it won't matter. So if they guard yeah. – then that's going to force Golden State to be like, all right, throw another big in there. Get Poole out of there. Get Clay out of there, whoever. Mm-hmm. Throw another big in there. We got to get big with them. So put Looney back in the game, whatever. And so that's the X factor. Can can the bigs guard the guards? Well, I guess this is the thing I'm trying to say. Can the yeah. big lineup guard the small ball lineup? So that's what the rest of them, the number one thing to look out for. And I'm, I'm trying to see what they're going to do. I'm interested to see that. No, that's the first thing I'm really looking for, especially in the first, fourth quarter. Because that's usually how they go for court. That's like their death lineup. That's what I'm really looking for. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that that's what gives me so much confidence is because we have the flexibility on defense to go small. small. You know, because let's say you want to go real small for it. That would be Pritchard at the one, smart Tatum Brown. You can go th- throw Derek White in there. He's about 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, um, smart is like 6'3", six, 6'4". Tatum Brown about six eight six nine, Grant Williams he's about six nine I think. Horford's about six ten, and Tyson's about six ten. So we can throw a pretty decent lineup out there. The only team that might have looked bigger than us was y'all. So mm-hmm. we've been able to match up pretty well with everybody, and our small ball lineup is still big. It's just position wise, position wise we can go small, but size wise we was still big. It's Marcus Marcus like six three. But he's a big, solid, strong 6'3". We got Taylor Brown at 6'8". So we can go small ball by position, but if you actually look at the physical people on the court, we'll still be bigger than the average team that you throw out there, which makes us that much more lethal on defense. Then on the other end of the floor, we're still bigger, so it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Worst-case scenario, we miss, okay, offensive rebound, go back up. So that's what gives me more exactly. confidence to say we can match up with the Warriors. So – uh, um, in my opinion, I, I said it earlier. Uh, the big expect is our turnovers. If offensively we can take care of the ball and play solid and smart defense, no pun intended, um, we can we got a really good chance to beat the Warriors. And I throw another small one in there is Jalen Brown. If Jalen Brown can step up and be a guy like the guy for our team, and it's not just Tatum having to carry the load and he like being consistent how he was kind of last series. We win that junk, bro. Like, I don't see – because let's say, okay, JT goes JT, right? You throw Clay on him. If Brown starts going crazy too, who you throwing on him? Mm, Wiggins, maybe? Okay, you put Wiggins on Luka, Luka still had 40. But you talking about Jalen Brown and Luka Donkeys. Not saying Jalen – no disrespect to Jalen Brown, but Luka a top five player. But, but Jalen Brown definitely like, got, got the capability of going crazy, though. Yeah, so it's like at some point, I feel like Wiggins probably the number one perimeter defense guy because Clay ain't all the way back yet. So you probably throw Wiggins on JT and Clay probably, probably uh, guards Brown. But at some point, one of them boys going to go stupid. That's just going to happen. So Wiggins going to guard that first matchup. But the other one going off, too, do you trust Clay enough to hold up to guard that, too? 
That's the question. So, yeah, he can do it, but do you trust him long-term? If he's all the way back there to guard Brown or Tatum, whoever going off crazy. So that's something to look out for, too. But the number one thing is turnovers, man. If we can take care of the ball, I feel very confident in winning this thing comfortably. I won't say, no, I'm not going to go blow out, but I feel comfortably like we can win this thing in six. So that's the thing to look out for, man, is our turnovers on offense. Yeah, those are definitely big things for y'all. Y'all do, like you said, the Heat series, the games y'all lost a lot of times was due to y'all turnovers. And there'd be a lot of bad, like bad turnovers, not they'll be unforced. So that's very, yeah, that can definitely be one one of the X factors of this game. And the Warriors are good for that. You turn the ball over, they're going to make you pay. So that's a big thing. But that's it for me, man. Anything else you want to throw in there for the people? If y'all want to uh, sponsor and support me getting some more Celtics gear, that would be greatly appreciated. <laughs> <laughs> man, y'all look, I ain't come out. But, hey, I wish the Bucks could have won because I was ready. Hey, I had me plenty of Giannis gear. I was going to break out here. But, you know, <laughs> maybe next year. Thanks, Chris Middleton. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Chris. I, hey, we love you, Chris. Hey, I know you was hurt. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Just would have been nice to have <laughs> <laughs> but man oh man uh but anyway that'll do it for another episode of the b-ball jones podcast just a little um just a little finals preview for you guys before game one uh y'all be sure to you know like uh like share and subscribe and be sure to comment down below let us know what you think let us know about our predictions what are your predictions let us know who you think gonna win and why and also you know um just, you know, let us know. But don't, don't just let us know if we wrong. Like, we right now. Let's get into the comments about us being right. <laughs> Let's do that, too. But anyway, man, be sure to follow Brian on all social media. At B-Ball Jones. That's B-E-Ball Jones on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and on TikTok. So be sure to go like all that stuff up in there. And then there, follow me on Instagram at Deli H. Nope. On Twitter, I got too many. I told you I got too many handles. I need to. I wish I had me a b-ball zone like <laughs> but follow me on Twitter at DellyH34 and then at Nelson.Haskin on Instagram and Nelson.Haskin on Facebook and we like to keep the conversation going on over there so be sure to you know follow us up over there and then uh that'll do it man be sure to follow the podcast on TikTok as well at b-ball Jones podcast you know we got a couple good clips on there and you know you go up go on there check those out like those up for us also uh, but without further ado, man, that does it for another episode. We hope y'all enjoyed it. Appreciate y'all for listening, and we out.